I don't know when music died, but it was sick for a long time. Music used to really slap. I want to go back. Music was better. Was better. Was better. Was better. Music was better. The podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Music Was Better, the podcast where we look at your favorite songs and then read YouTube comments for fun and educational purposes. My name is Vince. I'm Sammers. On uh, today we got a very special episode. We're talking about the Queen of Pop. Madonna. Uh, I have a very f- close professional professional. Uh, <laughs> Very personal story to share with you. I'll wait uh, for a second to get there. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic Vintown story. Yeah, one of the, some true Vintown lore here. Yeah. So we're going to get to that in just a second. Just so you know, you can follow us on all forms of social media at Music Was Better. Again, that's Music Was Better. Okay, let's get to the show. Okay, my first concert was Madonna, Alpine Valley, August 2nd, 1987. Mm. I was five years old. I was not. <laughs> so, one thing I've always wondered is what uh, song was playing. Yeah, because you tell the story so often. So, I guess I should actually tell the story. So, yeah. So, I was five years old at this concert. I was with my older brothers and my babysitter, and my babysit- and we were in the pit at the Alpine Valley for the Madonna concert, and I was sitting on my babysitter's shoulders when Madonna lifted me off of his shoulders and carried me around on stage. Wow. Now, I don't remember this because I was five years old, but considering my older brothers, the babysitter, my dad, my stepmom have all said this. I can only believe that it's true. There's no pictures of it because it's the 80s. I didn't know your brothers were there. Uh, yeah, my Mitchell, my brother Mitchell and my stepbrother Eric were there. Oh. And they both confirmed the story. So I, that's, all I can, that's all I can say. I mean, to me, if you're five years old, you should be able to remember that. But hey, it was the 80s. I was on a lot of cocaine. There was no brains back then, I guess. So one thing I've always wondered is what song was playing? Yeah, I, that's fair. So I pulled the set list from the show, and I I read. They had it? Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know who did it. Whoever did it is like kind of a loser, if we're being honest. Your brother. Because they took a set list of the concert, but didn't take any pictures of me. That's, that's pretty Your weird. Your babysitter. Yeah, that's kind of sick and disturbing. But anyway, yeah, someone did that. So I went through, and I I found two. Picks that might be the song. Like a Virgin <laughs> is a song recorded by American singer Madonna for her second studio album of the same name. Like a Virgin became Madonna's first of 12 number one hits on the Billboard Hot 100. The song reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart the week of December 22nd, 1984. And remi- remain there for six weeks. Hmm. I feel like that can't have been it. Because, like, she would have seen you and been like, 
This kid, deaf, not a virgin. <laughs> Definitely not a virgin. I'm not having him run across my stage. The, song, <laughs> the songwriting team of Tom Kelly and Billy Steinberg wrote this. Other songs they have written include Eternal Flame by the Bengals, mm. So Emotional by Whitney Houston, mm. True Colors by Cyndi Lauper, mm. and Alone by Heart. All were number one hits featuring female vocalists. Dude, those, these guys are like the greatest writers of all time. Not really, but they're up there. I would be like uh, Thomas Pynchon, William Faulkner, well, that's, Tom Kelly, and Billy Steinberg. Those are, those are authors! <laughs> <laughs> Tom Kelly and Billy Steinberg! <laughs> Obviously. The title and lyrics were very racy for a pop song, which made it more difficult to find someone to record it. Mm. Madonna had released only one album and was known as a dance singer, so her record company didn't mind having her record a song. That would generate some controversy. What's a dance singer? I have no idea. It's something that no longer exists, whatever it is. When you dance, your body makes so many noises that it sounds like you're singing. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I think it's like somebody with like a real monotone voice, but then they dance and then it's like beautiful. Oh, me? (laughs) Yes. No, it's J-Lo because... She's just a dancer. She doesn't actually sing any of her own songs. Some Christian listeners felt Madonna was mocking their faith with this song. Madonna, Italian for my lady, is another name for the Virgin Mary. So when a singer calling herself Madonna recorded a song called Like a Virgin, it raised some eyebrows Mm. from morons, from really dumb people. My mom hates Madonna. (laughs) It raised some eyebrows. Everyone was walking around looking like The Rock. It raised only some of our eyebrows. Not all of them. Just some of them. Can you smell what this virgin is cooking? (laughs) The Christ. That's how The Rock got the idea. He's like, I was walking around New York. I got to raise some eyebrows. 1984. Madonna didn't write the song, parentheses, which has nothing to do with the Virgin Mary. Yeah, Tom Kelly and Billy Steinberg did. And her stage moniker is simply part of her birthday birth name, Madonna Louise Caccioni. Wait, her real name is Madonna? Yes. Wow, okay. But she often wore a, a cross and questioned her Catholic upbringing, later converting to Kabbalah. Kabbalah! The hottest religion in the 2000s. From from one made-up religion to another. <laughs> Madonna performed this song for the first time on September 18th, 1984 at the first MTV Video Music Awards. That was a first. She appeared on stage atop a giant wedding cake, dressed in a wedding dress, adorned with her boy toy belt buckle and a veil. The climax of her risque performance found her humping and rolling around on the stage is considered by critics and academics as one of the most important and most unforgettable VMA performances ever. Yes. Like, students? Like... No, like, professors. Mm, I've studied this 
I've studied this performance many times, and not just because I'm a pervert. <laughs> it's because I am an academic. It's important and unforgettable. In a 2009 <laughs> interview with Rolling Stone, Madonna spoke about hearing the demos for this song and Material Girl. <laughs> she said, I like them both because they were ironic and provocative at the same time. But also, unlike me, I'm not a materialistic person, and I certainly wasn't a virgin. And, by the way, how can you be like a virgin? I like to play on words. I thought they were clever. Um, okay. Okay, Madonna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't even know what That's what it's called. Like a virgin. Because you're not a virgin. <laughs> like a virgin. <laughs> I'm glad that she got it, is all. Yeah, so clever. The song helped lead to the formation of the Parents Music Resource Center, PMRC, a group of politically connected women, women, (laughs) just one, who who fought to get warning labels on albums with offensive content. Oh, no way. According to PMRC co-founder Susan Baker, wife of Treasury Secretary James Baker, she got involved after her seven-year-old daughter quoted her the lyric, like a virgin, touched for the very first time, and asked her what a virgin was. Oh, wow. Sorry, Susan, that you had to, like, talk to your daughter. So that's why, like, the explicit labels are on CDs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck you, Susan Baker, but, like, also... It felt so badass to buy a CD with the explicit on it. <laughs> Especially when they came in those big things that, like, they had to unlock. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Sam Goody. In their December 7th, 2000 issue, Rolling Stone named this number four on their list of the greatest pop songs since the Beatles era. The top <laughs> qualifier. The top three. Yesterday by the Beatles. Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones and Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Pop song? Yesterday is a pop song? I mean, I'm not saying any of those songs are bad, but those aren't the top four. They're just not. No. No, no one knew Satisfaction until Britney Spears covered it. And that was a pop song. Exactly. And Yesterday, I know this movie came out much later, but... It deserves disqualification for that movie yesterday. Yes. Because Coca-Cola would not exist (laughs) without the Beatles. And I can't live without my Coca-Cola. So that's what, um... Way more controversial than my first concert. I mean, my Styx boys are pure. Oh, yeah. Were you, um, on stage with Styx? I like to think I was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Anyway, Fob1XXL says, Woo! One again, she shocks the church. They can't stop ragging on her. Beautiful job, Lady Madonna. <laughs> One again. <laughs> One again. I don't know how she shocked the church. Like this. <laughs> Take this. <laughs> uh, uh, Sam's doing the shocker. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the... Take this altar. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's trying to shock the altar. 
the system. Any, anyway, anyway, so Time Watch 5 says, I remember watching this live yesterday after time traveling. <laughs> 41 people gave that really dumb comment a thumbs up. Watching this live yesterday after time traveling. They went back to watch the future. That was only 11 days ago. Sick. I want to see all the rest of Time Watch 5's comments because it's an owl with glasses. I'm really wondering what else what else they did. Yeah. We'll have to look up. Hopefully they didn't waste their time. Hopefully they invested. So then they like traveled back to write to write this comment. Inside out. (laughs) When I was 14, I roller skated around with my cassette player and headphones. Listen to this. Good times. Oh, that's sweet. Although you shouldn't have been listening to it at 14, you fucking slut. <laughs> 1,800 people agree with that. Holy shit. Wow. Ella, 19 hours ago, mm. still listen to this song till now, even though I'm born in 2006. 2006. <laughs> I'm still proud to be a part of this song because I sang this song when I was nursery rhymes. The good times, though. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, mm. hate to be one of those people, but uh, yeah, the future is fucked if this is what people born in 2006 are. 2006 yeah, when they try to be a part of our songs from our generation, fuck off, Ella. Hey, when that was nursery rhymes, shut up. <laughs> the good times, though. <laughs> Kim Avery, two weeks ago. Uh, the first video I remember seeing back in the mid-80s. My sister and I just froze at the TV screen. Our minds were forever determined to be as much like Madonna than Madonna herself. Mm. How'd that work out, Kim? We're both married to Guy Ritchie. <laughs> We both had sex with Sean Penn. <laughs> hey, we both had Kabbalah. We both married Dennis Rodman for one day. Didn't they get married for a day? Madonna did that? I'm pretty sure. Holy shit. Kazuo Inazuma. This song hits different when you're actually a virgin. <laughs> you're telling me, man. <laughs> 3,900 likes and 60 replies. Oh. I will not be reading those. That that's that's a gold that's like a gold level comment. Yeah. I like If it. that was on Reddit, someone would have gave him gold. Oh and they real gold? Is that no, how Reddit works? Reddit gold. Oh my god. When you get Reddit gold. Wedded you gold? get like Oh my god, you get Karma? You get like a thumbs up up your butt. Not him though, he's a virgin. Oliver M. Oh god. I love Like a Virgin. I even got in trouble at home for buying this amazing single back in 1984. But it was worth it. (laughs) What a troublemaker. (laughs) Ooh, Oliver. He's a rebel. Don't say, oh, God, in front of I love Like a Virgin. Because God doesn't love you if you love Like a Virgin. Damn. Oliver. PMRC Sam is here to tell it like it is. 38 years, but people still listen to this. She's a queen. (laughs) Rodrigo. Facts, facts. Melly Mel! Melly Mel! The first time I went to Venice, Italy, 
I had this song playing on repeat on my condola ride, <laughs> and it literally had everyone that heard it smiling and singing along. It was the, absolutely the best time ever. Isn't it called a gondola? <laughs> Isn't a gondola when you're skiing? No, it's a boat. Oh, yeah. But, like, gondola, like, Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> on my Condoleezza Rice, and it literally had everyone. <laughs> it was, this, this comic gets more chaotic as it goes on. Yeah, I feel like he'd drink a <laughs> bottle of wine. Or is a condola like a type of He wrote bar? Venice and he's like, I had a lot of wine. <laughs> yeah. And everyone that heard it smiling and singing along. It was the absolutely the best time ever. <laughs> this next comment actually happened for sure. There's no way anyone be allowed to lie on YouTube. No way. Not even Melly Mel. Or this Ashley person. Painter says, was walking through the mall the other day and this was playing. Could not help myself from singing and dancing to it. Some people were laughing and some were applauding. <laughs> was a bright spot to my dark day. Ah, the power of music. <laughs> She's in like a Pepsi commercial. <laughs> like, <laughs> and she's humping the ground in front of JC Penney's. <laughs> Everyone's like. <laughs> Her belly button is singing this song. Like, I'm coming, coming out. <laughs> oh, speaking of people who are going for Reddit gold, Manifestor. GTR, I want this song played at my funeral. You know, mix things up a bit. <laughs> oh, he got him. How would you know? He got him. He got him. He did. Yikes. No pixel. <laughs> I was 10 years old while listening to this song. Now turning 47, still listening. Legenda, never die. <laughs> Legenda! <laughs> it's like a Spanish for the agenda. <laughs> La agenda, never I think, die. I think uh, legend in Spanish is like leyenda, like with a Y. So I really don't think it's uh, I I think you was I on don't the think phone it's... and you're trying to write legends. Oh, yeah, A and S are yeah. right next to each other, if you guys know what I'm saying. On the QWERTY keyboard. Legenda, never die. <laughs> ben H. Ben H. I remember the 1980s. Hmm, that makes one of us. I was in my late teens, and I remember seeing girls dressed up like Madonna. Some of them looked convincingly real. <laughs> <laughs> this is the original catfish. All girls are fake. The original catfish. <laughs> He lost yeah. all his money to a Madonna lookalike. <laughs> like, all girls are fake. Some of them looked real, but all girls are fake. Anita Welsh. Me, reading my romance novel and listening to this at the same time. The legendary Madonna. <laughs> great author. Great o Madonna, great author. Donetti Els. What a pop song. I was born in 82, but was the youngest of four, with okay. the oldest sister being 12 years older than me. This type of music was always blasting in my house growing up, and even though I'm more of a rock fan, 80s pop is always in my heart. 
You can almost smell the <laughs> 80s through the songs. Oh, thank you. It brings back so many memories, even though I was really young. <laughs> I can remember my sister bathing me, and she was sat on the toilet. Not going to the toilet, but sat on the toilet. <laughs> thank you for clarifying. Thanks, Danetti. And I must have been around five or six. Not exactly sure, just a guesstimate. And Billy Idol was blasting from the record player. We had a bottle of bubble bath in the shape of a microphone, and she'd lather my hair in shampoo, spike it like Billy Idol, and I sing the song on the bubble bath microphone. <laughs> Great memories. What does Billy Idol have to do with this song? What does it have to do with Like a Virgin? Was there actually a, a bubble bath brand in the shape of a microphone? I'm just glad that her sister kind of wasn't going to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, she just sat on the toilet lid. Thank you for also clarifying that the lid was down. She wasn't just, like, sitting on the open toilet with wow, her pants. Wow, that would have been really messed up. Yeah, your sister's, like, could have been really fucked up. I'm just glad she was around five or six. You know, yeah. Seven. How old were you? I don't know. It was... I can smell the 80s. <laughs> I don't want to. Joel says... This music makes me travel back to old good times when everything was purely romanticism and innocence. Mm, pedophile. <laughs> well, I didn't read his last name. <laughs> Better future. I was nine in a French Catholic boarding school. Huh? And instead of the religious singing, we had Like a Virgin playing. Laughter among little girls. Even we didn't know the meaning of the lyrics at this time. And I am proud to say that I changed the tape. Wink. If only we have known. I don't know what that says. Their name is Better Future. So they were supposed to be they doing religious future. singing. And they played like a virgin. Everyone's laughing. But she's... She changed the tape. She's she a fucking dark. Or... They she. changed the tape. They're narc. But if only we have known that, like... None of them were virgins. Okay, so you don't think it was like a virgin, then? I honestly have no clue. So if Madonna is singing on the stage, and she is going to pick me up to sing, my only other choice would be this song. Papa Don't Preach. You did the set list and she did sing the song. She did sing the song, yes. Wow. Okay. I mean, it would have been hot then because that was probably around the time. Yeah. Yeah. This was real hot. Real hot. Yeah. This was one of the most controversial Madonna songs. Every song I hear about Madonna is controversial. That's why she's the best. Many articles were written about it in the context of abortion. The media attention helped make it a hit and keep it on the charts. This song is about teenage pregnancy. Madonna takes the voice of a confused teenager who wants advice from her father at a difficult time. The line, I've made up my mind, I'm keeping my baby, caused anti-abortion groups to praise Madonna and abortion rights groups to criticize her. Um, okay. <laughs> Madonna refused to take a stance on the issue. Brave. Madonna called this a message song that everyone is going to take the wrong way. 
Immediately, they're going to say, I'm advising every young girl to go out and get pregnant. <laughs> when I first... <laughs> Pat. <laughs> Let's do it, girl. Let's go get pregnant, girls. When I first heard the song, I thought, it was silly. But then I thought, wait a minute. This song is really about a girl who is making a decision in her life. She has a very close relationship with her father and wants to maintain that closeness. Hang on, I just thought of something really funny. Like, what if Cindy Lauper recorded this song? And she was thinking, like, oh, a girl with a very close relationship with her father. I should get Captain Lou Albano from the... (laughs) From the other videos. Yeah. <laughs> to be my dad. She's like, the phone rings in the middle of the night. My father says, what you gonna do with your life? I say, I'll keep them my baby. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's a celebration of life. It says, I love you, father. And I love this man and this child that is growing inside me. Ew. Of course, who knows how it will end. But at least it starts off positive. <laughs> knows how it will end the song you know how it will end you're singing it hey as someone who's had a kid out of wedlock i think you i think we can all agree on this one it starts off positive (laughs) the pregnancy test like who knows how Uh, it'll end maybe on like a d sharp i don't know it's a song whatever i thought you about in a 2009 (laughs) wow 2009 big year for madonna interview with rolling stone Madonna said the song, just fit right with my own personal zeitgeist of standing up to male authorities, whether it's the Pope or the Catholic (laughs) Church or my father in his conservative, patriarchal ways. For Papa Don't Preach, there were so many opinions. That's why I thought it was so great. Is she for schmushmorshin? As they say in Knocked Up. I won't say it for little baby ears over there, but it rhymes with shmushmorshin. Oh my what a God. 2009 quote. To, to quote in your quote, Knocked Up, the movie. I, 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 oh, I think that Madonna, like, does not get enough credit for, like, how great of an all-time artist she is. But then she quoted, like, a really lame line from Knocked Up. Mad- and it's like, you're not as cool as I want. Madonna gets so much credit. She's no, Madonna. She She's not even in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know if that's true. She doesn't even... Actually, yeah, there's a comment coming later. That So let's just hold this thought. Oh, let's okay. Just hold this Put up. a pin in it. Okay. 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 Put a pin in my baby growing inside me. Okay. Shmushmorshin. Papa Don't Preach <laughs> won Best Female Video at the 1987 MTV Video Music Awards for over Madonna's Open Your Heart, True Colors by Cyndi Lauper, Mm. Nasty by Janet Jackson, and The Big Sky by Kate Bush. Hey, you remember the song from Sesame Street? One of these things? (laughs) (laughs) Kate Bush is like, (laughs) love her, love her. Uh, Around this time, Madonna was working out and had a more toned body that she showed off in the video by wearing a tight black outfit. Okay. It was rumored that you could see her nipples when she leaned back. (laughs) Why was it rumored? All you gotta do is just watch the video. Yeah. Like, we can prove it. You know what? It's not a rumor. We can prove it one way or the other. When she leans back, keep your eyes peeled, my man. 
Or woman. Because I made up my mind. I'm showing my areolas. (laughs) I'm going to keep my areolas. Wink. Maybe it's a rumor. Okay, and finally, the most weird fact of the night. Kelly Osborne recorded this with Mike Inzinger and Jose Pasales from the group Incubus for the soundtrack to the Orb. Osborne. <laughs> Kelly's mom, Sharon, asked her to do it. Her version peaked at number 74 on the Hot 100 and number 3 in the UK singles chart. What the fuck is wrong with you, United Kingdom? Do you want to hear something real bad? The first time I heard this song was Kelly Osborne's version. Oh. And well, I you think- know when the first time I heard it was? When she was <laughs> carrying me on stage, singing it, pretending that I was her baby. That she aborted? She didn't no, abort. No, I'm the one she kept. Yeah. I think it was like a, remember, what was that, like, behind the video, making the music video on MTV and VH1? Oh, yeah, behind, uh, yeah, I think making it was the that, video. I think and it was then it was, the yeah, and then they'd show the music video at the end, like, world premiere, and uh, I wasn't allowed to watch that in my house, so I'd watch it when I like babysat for other people, and I like remember baby watching it. And, like she's wearing Kelly Osbourne is wearing like a purple dress. The lesson, as always, teens will watch anything. I was probably like twelve. Hey, tweens teen. will watch anything, <laughs> especially in the UK. Well, so that's what um, these people think of Papa. Don't preach. Let's. See what the common folk think. Before we get to that, Sam, I want to ask you one question. Yeah. Do you think that anybody thinks this song is about them? Just like with every other song, I'd say yes. Let's continue and we'll find out. Oh, God. Candace Peaches, uh, my favorite adult dancer. Profile picture is the girl with the pearl earring. Candace Peaches, fitting. This song came out at a time when a lot of girls during the 80s slash 90s were getting pregnant. I was one of them. My parents weren't happy, but they supported me and helped me raise my son. She's iconic and a legend to me. Your son? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, it's just like an interesting way. She, and like, can you have two semicolons in a sentence? I don't. I don't think so. That's me being a grammar police, but this song came out at a lot of times during the 80s, 90s when girls were getting pregnant. Hey, guess what? Girls. Mid coitus. Girls are still (laughs) getting pregnant. Actually, I guess it'd be like end coitus. That's exactly when the song came out when the. When the spermies were coming out. Ooh. In the 80s and 90s. Imagine getting pregnant to this song like. Fuck, I should have knew I should have known not to listen to this. I'd rather not. <laughs> Kingdom Cali. <laughs> Love it. When I was 16, shortly after finding out I was pregnant, I stood in the backyard pondering life, stressed about telling my family, and this song came on my MP3 player. I start singing and dancing to it passionately. Oh. And as I start crying partway through the song, it starts raining. In Arizona! For some reason, even though I felt so alone, I looked deep within myself and saw the strength to raise a child with all the love in my heart better than the mother I feared raised me. (laughs) 
Now he's an almost eight-year-old genius, and I couldn't be any more in love with him and his two siblings, to whom he is the best big brother I have ever known. Thanks for the help, Madonna. First of all, <laughs> it starts raining in Arizona. I'm like, was she not in Arizona? It just started raining in Arizona. I was not it's there. Like <laughs> it's like that Atlanta Smart says. It's like rain in Arizona. Better than the mother I feared raised me. <laughs> That's sick. Dude. Her mom was uh, Corella DeVille. And then I love how he's an eight-year-old genius. And then, like, she's also like, um, by the way, I have two more kids. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm going to keep my baby, not babies. Yeah, and he's the best big brother I've ever known. So he's also your big brother? Anonymous Death Eater. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Their photo is terrifying. When my mother was pregnant with me, the others in the family told mother <laughs> to abort me. A-B- O U oh, R T. They're European. Abort. Abort. Or Canadian. Or Canadian. Yeah, they're, they're Canadian. Abort. Oh, I got to abort my baby. <laughs> eh? This is about shimishmortion. Pick me up a crawler and get me an abortion. When my mother was pregnant with me, the others in the family told mother to abort me. My mother said no. Mother dedicated this song to me. She always quoted from this song I'm keeping my baby. She still is a great mom, still today. <laughs> wow. Right. That's got to be it. There's nobody else who thinks this song is about them. JCL says, when this song was released, my mom was pregnant with me. She and my father were very young, but decided to start a family, even though my grandparents were against it. She always said to me that this is our song. Ew. <laughs> okay. Steve Blonde. 1980 people. The future is going to be great. 2020 people. Let's go back to the 80s. <laughs> How do you do italics on YouTube? I don't know. 2,300 people thought that comment. This was, was a year sick. a year ago, which like you can't see exact dates on YouTube comments. They always round. So like, do you, I would bet money that was like height of the pandemic yeah for like sure. in 2020 people are like let's go back to the 80s because like there wasn't a pandemic and we could just like not wear a mask and do cocaine all the time and have um nothing bad happen ever rockman people criticize madonna today but if you live through the 80s you'll remember at the time she was groundbreaking literally one hit after another yeah literally no one amen the, amen brother literally no one in the 80s criticized her ever yeah never <laughs> the only criticizer today the pmrc stand for people madonna rocks cool cool <laughs> biago pepe <laughs> eight music- days ago the musical arrangement of the song is a masterpiece still many years later madonna's fantastic raspy but expressive voice not to mention harmony Non-descendants. The electronics were used here, okay? But damn, there was a soul in the movements and not these useless auto-tune that today make the voices all the same. Surrounded only by useless farts passed off as rhythmic. 
all to be redone here. Man, if farts made you successful in music today, Vince would be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Our dog would be a millionaire. That's just like when, like, sometimes I look at Reddit movies, just, like, see what's what's coming out soon, you know? Yeah. And you always see comments like, oh, actually, uh, the worst movie from the 90s is the greatest movie of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can just say you like it. You don't have to say... By the way, everything today fucking sucks, you fucking idiots. I'm old, <laughs> therefore, I know. Hey, Sam, please don't read ahead, because Chris Bush <laughs> says, I was born in 1980. I am 41 years old now. This came out in 86. I was six years old. The Queen of Pop. You were a Queen of Pop at six years old? <laughs> Six years old. The queen of pop. <laughs> Was 28 years old back then. Wait, I thought you were six. <laughs> fuck? Do you even know how? Madonna, I have all your CDs. <laughs> but this will always stay in my heart forever. Even when I grow to be an old man. Love it. Dance. Disco dance emoji. Uh, guy standing like emoji. Like magic guy emoji. Girl dancing emoji. Heart emoji. Music emoji. Music emoji. Note emoji. The viewer. Mm. Oh, he is. Music from the 80s brings back so much memories for me. It was a time when I was a little kid. We didn't have anything to worry about. I remember staying indoors with my siblings when it rained outside. We would be playing board games while this song was playing on the (laughs) radio. We didn't always understand what the lyrics meant, but we just knew that it sounded very good. It's good to hear these songs today as it takes me back to that time. It always put a smile on my face when I'm feeling down. <laughs> this is someone who is paid to leave a comment on the video at a certain <laughs> word length. <laughs> Just like, uh, oh man, I want to go back to those days when I was playing Mouse Trap with my brother and sister. There's, there's no way Mouse Trap was out in the 80s. That's like the most 80s game that's ever existed. 90s. Come on, 90s. Bet. Okay. Bet. I bet. Mousetrap the game. I've never played Mousetrap ever. Oh, whoa. First published in 1963. No way. uh... I think we both lose. Okay. Lauren S. God, her body was sick. Beyond fit. She put everything into her performances. Icon! She's nearly the last one left. Michael, George, Whitney, all gone. Wonder what that feels like for her. Is, is that a threat? <laughs> Warren S! Wonder what that feels yeah. like for her. Hey, Madonna, don't gain any weight um, or I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, nearly the last one left. Okay, so what? Michael, Jackson, George Clooney? George Michael. George Michael. <laughs> George Clooney. <laughs> still alive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sure this mashup exists. Well, how about this mashup? Uh, Papa, don't preach. I will be your father figure. Oh. That sounds sick. Yeah, it does. Juliet. Sharp. Romeo's girlfriend says... Still play this song over and over, singing at the top of my lungs, like if my old ass was still a stupid teen in love. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> this is like uh, the rare, like self-aware uh, comment. Yeah. You know, like I'm old now, but it's okay. And then the emoji at the end, very fitting. Haha, laughing face where your head's tilted. Crane. Blue Sugar 58, six years ago said, they don't make situational songs slash videos like this anymore. Look how she tells a story throughout the video, and it actually relates to the song. These days, artists seem to have lost that connection. Uh, I guess this guy's never seen uh, Watermelon Sugar. Yeah. I guess he's never seen uh, How You Like That by Blackpink. I guess he's never seen WAP. Yeah, I think uh, the message is pretty clear. I guess that was six years ago, so what would have been out then? Oh, uh, yeah, they... We can't we can't judge this person. They live a, in a pre-WAP universe. A, a chain smokers song, maybe. Yeah, I, I would be mad about the state of music if I was them too. Yeah, six years ago, twenty sixteen. Uh, this might be me, Mister Extreme. <laughs> Woo! I, I it might be uh, Tommy Dreamer. I what, honestly what is don't that? know. Three surfboards <laughs> in their picture. It's just three surfboards. <laughs> On the ocean. Hey. No people. They're letting you know how extreme they are. I'm so extreme, I let the surfboards ride the waves I'm so, themselves. I'm so extreme, I need a surfboard for each foot and my penis. Which is another foot, because it's so long. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know what people see in newer pop music. This stuff is light years beyond most anything today in terms of quality. Mm. His name should be Mr. Lightyear because yeah, he's Buzz Lightyear. More like Mr. Infinity uh, and Beyond. Uh, they didn't say extreme in the 80s. Mr. Radical is more like it. That's they a, didn't say extreme in the 80s? I feel like that's a 90s word. Ah, uh, yeah, Mr. I mean, the word existed, but. Mr. Uh, like, Mr. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say something else, and that's all that came off. <laughs> all right, Serap Asjan probably wishes they said something else. I still love Madonna. Wish she didn't change her face so much. Still a very talented woman. Respect. <laughs> seems like disrespect. Yeah. It seems like the opposite back, of respect. Back, he's a he's a pickup artist. Negging. Alien, <laughs> how correct the song is when I see my early 15s and 20s. <laughs> it happens everywhere in the world. I remember the song as a kid when my friend used to play it. And listing again after 35 years made me turn back and see how we were. And now, how we are. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've never seen anyone referring to their teens as their 15s. And I love that. I'm only going to return to, refer to my teens now as my 15s and I 20s. I have no idea what that means. Like, they're teens. Like, my early... The 15s? 15s. That, means, that means you're in your teenage years? I guess. Or, like, the my early 15s, the first six months of when I was 15. I would say this was a talk-to-text thing, but they did, like, eight periods in between sentences, so... Yeah, you say dot, 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 dot. Alien. That... Comment may have actually been written by an alien. Oh my gosh, probably. I was like, this is what music is. He read all the other comments and he's like, yes, I am human. This is how music was. And now how we are in my 15s and 20s. Yes, my baby 
keep, I will. <laughs> Shmush motion. <laughs> So, uh, Sam, I did some research into the show. Guess how many people were there to see me and Madonna on stage? 10,000? 21,998 people. Well, 97, because you got to take me out of the equation. Oh, yeah. And isn't your babysitter dead? No, that's a different different babysitter that's dead. Raj is still alive. (laughs) Shout out to Raj. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's crazy we did this podcast. I don't even think we did My Favorite Madonna Song. Do we do yours? My Favorite Madonna Song? Do you have a favorite Madonna song? Not really. Okay. What's yours? Vogue. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Let your body move to the music. What, um, you know, my personal connection to Madonna, I'm sure we'll be coming back to her someday in the future. Uh, But for next week, we have a very uh, special event. We're getting into our time machine. We're traveling back to March 21st, 1992. Oh. And covering some of the biggest hits of the year, of the the day. Wow. Okay, I can't wait. (laughs) I'll put some oil in the time machine. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's our show. Thanks for listening. Again, my name is Vince. I'm Sammers, and you can find us right here next Tuesday for Music Music Was Better. Better.